What is love? What does the Bible say about love? We know that God is love. Does this differ than the world's definition of love? Today, we take a question on, you got it, love. Well, this is Consider It, where we're considering questions about life, theology, and the church. This is a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in Braunfels, Texas. Do you have questions that regard life, theology, and the church? If so, text the word redemption and your question to 474747 and we'll consider those questions. To learn more about our church and everything we're doing here, visit us at redemption.bible. I'm Aaron Orozco. And I'm Blair Cushman. Let's consider it. Hey guys, thanks for joining us on Consider It. Today, as always, let's start with the question right up top. We have the the submitted question that says this. In the past podcast, you mentioned something about a biblical definition of love. What is the biblical definition of love? That's right. Straight um, into the point. Yeah, really, really straight to the point. And what's super awesome about this is we, man, we appreciate you guys listening uh, to our podcast and 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 asking follow up questions. Right. This this right. clearly shows um, kind of seeing what we're talking about and, and maybe in the past. And this is a a really interesting question because it, it's simple, but there's a lot there. Right? right. There's a lot there. And and right now. Um, you know, love is kind of a universal cultural ethics. We see it in, in all cultures and all kinds of societies. Yeah. Um, but with that, we see that everyone kind of has maybe their own definition of what love is. Indeed. And and as Christians, we want to be um, diligent in, in seeing what does the Word of God, the truth, yeah. you know, the inspired Word of, of God, um tell us about what love is right yeah yeah and so that's that's why i love this question it yeah. is kind of straight to the point i mean we could answer it right now in one question what is the biblical definition of love and i would say in one word sacrifice yeah for sure all right podcast over we can <laughs> you can stop listening but yeah that's the what i would say it'd be synonymous whereas a uh a cultural definition of love i'd say maybe would be acceptance yeah or tolerance for sure would be uh, would be more the kind of cult current winds of our culture the current flavor yeah. the current definition of when when you hear love in the news you know love wins love not yeah. hate that's really what they're driving at right um, but that's not necessarily what we see in, in the scriptures yeah I think in, in society like one of the one of the big things like an association I see with love is is hedonism you know yeah. that that idea of what is good for me what feels good to me yeah. well that's right yeah. you know what i mean and i think um right now in society those like love and that idea well love is what feels good to me and right. what i think is right right it's pleasure right pleasure you know, pleasure for sure be another just kind yeah. of word for this love. is love yeah. or something that is pleasing mm-hmm. and uh I don't know that, that we necessarily see that in the scriptures. Yeah. When so. it's and, and it's a good this question is a great question because we need to be uh, disciplined and diligent to to look at uh, what is the biblical truth of something versus you know what is popular in society. You know what right. I mean? And I think constantly as Christians we need to be assessing 
where we live in in society and we yeah. live in culture, but we're not called to compromise the truth. Right. Right, because meanings matter. Right, so that's what we're coming down to. Mm-hmm. Is meanings matter? We can be using the same word as believers, uh, as uh, the world around us, mm-hmm. and using the same word, but meaning very different things. Right, right. And we can uh, like easily jump on a worldly bandwagon because, like, yeah, we're supposed to be love, right? God is love. Like yeah. they will know we are Christians by our love. This is a defining characteristic. Mm-hmm. We've talked about it a lot, even on this podcast. It's yeah. a solution to racism. It's a solution to conflict it's all that but when we boil it down we mean something very different right and so i love again like whoever submitted this question has been listening to our podcasts mm-hmm. and it's like okay well what does it what does it, what mean? Does it mean and yeah. uh, and so i i just commend that and hope for more questions like this in the for future sure. as people listen and and uh, submit their uh their their uh, further questions like that and so let's just go to the scriptures and like yeah. what is what is love well we have one word yeah yeah we that's and that's what i was gonna say you know i say i love my pizza yeah. you know i love my brother's dog i love my brother yeah and then you know one day i'm sure i'll love my wife and my children right uh the same word all but in very all those situations right, right. right i love my wife differently than i love you mm-hmm. aaron and uh, and that i love pizza or yeah. uh, my dog or my cat and so that's right and and that's what's actually kind of unfortunate in the english language we have this one word to yeah. capture many yeah we different can use it usages. very lightly or very seriously yeah, obviously. very seriously or very passionately yeah and uh, in the greek there's actually four words in uh, biblical greek that um that are translated love and and uh and yet mean very different things. The two kind of popular ones we see in the scriptures are agape love, uh, that unconditional, sacrificial love, the steadfast, faithful love of Mm -hmm. the Lord and what we have for one another, and then uh, phileo love, which is a brotherly or a a peer-to-peer, a friendship-type love. It's where like the city of Philadelphia gets its name. It's the city of brotherly love. Right. And, And then there's also an eros love which is a sexual intimate physical love between a husband and a wife and then storge which is a familial love a parental love that a parent has for his children and children for their parents um and so in the you see that that's in the greek language and and they're used kind of synonymously sometimes you miss it out sometimes more literal translations help us um like in romans chapter 12 verses 9 and 10 you see Mm -hmm. these two words it says let love be without hypocrisy your agape love let it be genuine um, not without masks and then it goes on here's how that looks here's what love looks like it's to abhor what is evil to cling to what is good and then in verse 10 it says be devoted to one another in brotherly love phileo love like oh that type of devotion to another person to give preference to one another uh, in honor not lagging behind in diligence fervent spirit serving the Lord. That's uh, Romans 12. And so there you see both the words, but in our language translated the same way, this type of love, but two very different usages or meanings. Right. Um, so, um, and then we, then, you know, I think we're all familiar with the first uh, Corinthians 13 passage. Yeah. That's right? kind of, that's kind of the, the cliche almost uh, prototypical. You hear it at weddings. Yeah. You know, it's on people's. You know, in people's kitchens on some frame that they got right. at Hobby Lobby or something. We're not endorsed, but um, yeah. 
you know, it, and let, let me just read it. I'm sure we've all heard it, but I, I think it's important. Let's, let's see. It says, this is verse four. It says, love is patient and kind. Love does not envy or boast. It is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice at wrongdoing, but rejoices with the truth. Love bears all things, believes all things, hopes all things, endures all things. Love never ends. That's right. That's right. Yeah. And that's, that. you know, you read that so easily. Yeah. If you're listening, maybe you have that memorized and you mm-hmm. were quoting it along as Aaron was reading it. And it, we're so familiar with it. Yeah. And yet each of those phrases packs a pretty big punch when yeah. it's played out in our life. Like this, those are some weighty things yeah. to like actually live this out. It's patient and kind. Uh, long-suffering here, um, waiting uh, for the growth and the development of, uh, you know, our friend, our children, um, we, that we are affectionate and giving gifts, uh, that it doesn't envy or boast, you know, that we're not, uh, uh, we're not prideful and uh, gloating in somebody else. It's not arrogant or rude. Like, well, yeah, I mean, everybody accepts that definition. Right. Everybody would see that as... Uh, an antithesis to to love. It doesn't insist on its own way. Mm. Like it's not selfish, you know. Right. When I come home and insist that okay, my house has to be this way, or these things have to be like, I, like we have to hang out the way that I want to hang out. That's not love. Yeah. That's that's selfishness. That's mm. not sacrifice. Uh, it's not irritable or resentful. You know, like that's when we come home and. We've had a long day and we have a short fuse and we're short tempered or we're resentful at our friend because they got a promotion or they got better grades than us. Like that's not loving them. That's, that's, you know, the opposite of that. Right. Does not rejoice at wrongdoing. Like we don't, we don't celebrate when others are caught in sin. We don't celebrate others' mistakes. We don't, we're, we're not like glad when others get caught uh, for what they're, uh, you know, that, okay, ah, now they, they finally got what was coming to them, but rather it rejoices with the truth. Like mm. that's what we celebrate. We celebrate when the truth comes out. We celebrate uh, when the truth wins in their life. It bears all things. Yeah, we, um, we, we bear one another's burdens. We believe all things. Like we believe the best about one another. Mm-hmm. That's hard because we can easily spec speculate we you know when somebody offends us we we think like the worst possible thing uh, about them you know well, all of a sudden we're just speculating that it's like all right this person has you know they have um had an affair or they've uh, you know they've totally abandoned me or they betrayed me yeah. or something and we just think and no no let's believe the best about one another it hopes all things meaning it doesn't give up it it uh, is hopeful for uh, better days ahead it endures all things going back to being patient and enduring through people's struggles and strife and um and it never ends right that's like whoo like that's true genuine love that's a christ-like love ultimately right there right like the love of christ that uh um can never be taken away that never, um, that never stops, that never is, uh, uh, runs out. That's, uh, that's love. That's what right. it looks like. And that's, that's some weighty things. So For even, sure. Even now we've just like taught through it in a few minutes, but it's like, whoa, yeah, like. Yeah. There's, there's a lot there. And I think, and I think if you take a step back and you kind of look at it from uh, zoomed out a little bit, contrary to, you know, what society or movies would 
teach us that like love is a feeling or that love is is kind of what feels good and enjoyable obviously love can be enjoyable right but i think you see right here it's it's a commitment yeah you know to 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 do all these things um and to work hard and and i think in society we see this love being presented as a emotional experience yeah. that feels good yeah um you know if it doesn't feel good then, then it must not be right yeah you know it must fig- not be love. you know what i mean yeah uh and i think here like i said I, there's you're committing to these things that that really show christ likeness yeah mm-hmm. yeah it's a devotion to yeah, another it's devotion. person it's a commitment and uh, that's very different that's not to say that we don't feel right um love and affection and warmth for another person mm-hmm. like yeah that goes with it but that's not what we're chasing right. we're not chasing the feeling we do the things that love does and then we will feel the things that love feels mm. Um, and we don't just wait around or like withhold yeah. love because oh, I'm just not feeling like it today, right. you know, or I, I just lost that loving feeling. Mm. And so now I'm just out of this friendship or I'm out of this marriage or, you know, because I just, I'm just not feeling it anymore. No, 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 no. That's not what love is about. It's not about chasing right. a feeling. Um, it's, it is about a commitment or a devotion. It's a sacrifice of my preferences for another person. Right. Um, said another way, very simply, is love could be defined as you before me. Mm. If we kind of sum up what we've just read here in the scripture's teachings, we'd say it really means you before me. Right. And uh, and that's that is uh, um, that's a very different definition than you. Love means that you accept everything that I do. Right. Love means that you tolerate everything, and and love doesn't demand or insist its own way. And mm-hmm. so that's sometimes like people say, well, you have to love me for who I am. Well, that's not necessarily like that's kind of counterintuitive to what we just right. saw here. And, and 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 as a matter of fact, is I can actually love you without accepting everything that you do right um that doesn't mean like approval Mm. and i can i can accept you and bring you near without approving everything that you do like that's that's just i mean i don't approve of everything that my wife does or says and we have differences and thoughts and opinions and all that um and yet i love her right um even if and even if they're more deep seated convictions with friends or others, as I can still genuinely love a friend, another brother or sister in Christ mm. or a neighbor, um, and have some very differences in conviction as to their lifestyle or choices that they're making or beliefs that they have or whatever. Right. Yeah, and it sounds like what you're what you're talking about is kind of the idea of tolerance, and I think yeah. right now. It's confusing. The lines are blurred. You know, people want you uh, to to equate those two. And like yeah. you're saying, we don't. As Christians, we we love the truth, and and it's actually loving to mm-hmm. present the truth to people. And and in loving someone, uh, we can disagree on things, and sure. and that's just part of it, right? Part yeah. of that commitment in working to to love another person. And I think uh, another another way to to biblically understand love is is probably is probably by understanding the greatest act of love that God showed yeah. to the world to right. to humanity and and that 
it's it's funny how a lot of the times on the podcast we always go back to the same thing but it's not funny i mean it's just <laughs> right, like it's all just, the life i mean we yeah. view everything through a gospel lens right right and that's what it is it takes us back to the cross the cross was the single moment where god mm-hmm. displayed and christ displayed this love um so perfectly and so uh, immensely and i think when you dive into what that is you dive in to the cross and the gospel and the message there, I think you can start to get a better understanding of what love really is and then how to then go on and and show and um, express biblical love. Right. 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 I mean, here, this is Romans 5, verse 8, says, but God shows his love, Mm -hmm. agape, that unconditional, uh, sacrificial love. God shows his love for us and that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Like the supreme demonstration of love in death, laying down his life. Right. Uh, In another place, it says that uh, for one will scarcely die. For a friend, yeah. but Christ died for his enemies. Right, and and the reason why it's like the supreme definition because he got nothing in return. Like when we lay down our life, that was it. Yeah. There was no like receive, receiving back any sort of reciprocal love. Right. And let's be honest, like all of our love is, is that we express to other people is just a little bit tainted. Right. I bring my wife flowers because I hope that she will You're express love that back. Yeah, yeah. She, I want a gift back from her. Or I want, you know, dinner or something else <laughs> or, you know. Right. And, and everything is just kind of like. It's like a give and take. take. It's a give and take. Right. Um, and, you know, I, I mean, in my best moments, it's not. I want nothing in return. Yeah. Um, but that's why the cross was the supreme demonstration. Right. Because it was, it was, he just laid, he, he had, he, Christ took the loss. You yeah. know what I mean? Like he, he took the loss for us, uh, didn't walk away with anything, endured all that suffering for us. Yeah. And like you're saying, you, that theme of sacrifice is there. Not about not not enjoyment, not uh, you know an emotional high, but rather it's Christ saying, "God, if this is your will, then I'm going to do it. I'm going right. to submit and, gonna and submit. sacrifice." All right, and that's why why Paul in Ephesians five takes the marriage relationship mm-hmm. back to the cross. Yeah, where he tells husbands, "Love your wives yeah. as Christ loved the church and gave Himself up for her." Right. Well. There you go. Like yeah, husbands, what's your job? Again. Lay down your life. Right. Lay down your preferences. Mm-hmm. Give it all up. Like right. all the things that you used to, the freedoms and the independence that mm-hmm. you enjoyed, now it is your joy and your responsibility to give that all up yeah. for the sake of your wife, mm-hmm. to love her like Christ loves the church. And that in turn, I would say you will definitely experience love and joy and peace right. and, and a whole another type of life that you didn't think possible. That's right. much better than uh, just loving yourself. When, and, and when you, you jump in, you dive into that definition of love, you know, especially in Christian circles, we hear a lot, the wife submits to your husband's wife mm-hmm. submits to your husband's. But if you look at, you know, husbands loves your wives, yeah. there's a lot there. And it's, right. it's this constant sacrifice of giving yourself up for yeah. her, right. right? And if you look at, you know, Jesus's ultimate act of love was him submitting his preferences, you know, to God saying, hey, if, if, if the cup could pass, you know, please, but if it's your will, yeah. then I'll go, I'll go to the cross, right? And yeah. you, that's the perfect display of like, 
I'm going to give up what I want, but God, if this is your will, then, then let your will be done. And let your will be done. You know done. what I mean? And there's, right. there's, a, there's a lot there of just husbands giving up what they want, what they would enjoy more, yeah. uh, their preferences, their hobbies to love your wife, to right? To love your wife, right. And this isn't just in the marriage relationship. This right. is among friends and with your children yeah. and uh, with the brothers and sisters in your small group or church, your neighbors. Like this is the call. Yeah. And, and what's interesting is that when we see the word love defined through a biblical definition of sacrifice or you before me, that's what really turns kind of these uh, modern mantras of love yourself or self-love. It just turns it all on its head. Right. Because it's, it's, it's just, it, it's counterintuitive. Yeah. You can't do that. Right. You can't, if you define it the world's way of like acceptance, tolerate, you know, mm-hmm. accept yourself, well, then it can make more sense. Mm-hmm. But that's that's not a true definition of love. It's a false definition of love. Right. It's a selfish definition mm-hmm. of love. Uh, and, and so you, you can't, like our call is to actually lay down our life. Right. And I know that is just like mind blowing yeah. to our modern context. And and we feel like we've just like, no, we need to we need self care. We yeah. need self love. Love yourself. Love be true to who you are. And the scriptures just come and say, no, no, mm-hmm. like And it breaks all the suppositions that I think we've all kind of built up in our heads because of movies, of you know, like all these Hallmark cards and Valentine's Days <laughs> and all these things in our head, like That's love. That's another, another uh, podcast where <laughs> yeah, we can go right. off on Hallmark holidays um, and stuff. Love is such an emotional experience, yeah. you know, in the world. They right. built it up to that, um, but it's so it's so contrary to what the Bible teaches. Yeah. You know, the Bible teaches that love is really sacrifice. It yeah. is, and and you know. From watching that movie where it's this like you know guy holding out a jukebox out you know <laughs> on the ground for this girl like that's just not that's not what love is right. you know what I mean right. and I think oftentimes it's easy to like let that idea slip into our minds but it's important to go in into the word and say well what is love right. what is what is it and right. we see very clearly it's this constant sacrifice it's this constant um, putting yourself um, after others, yep. you know, right? Don't look to romance novels. Yeah. Don't look to Nicholas Sparks or Hallmark movies or anything to see uh, expressions of true, genuine, yeah. biblical love. We look to the cross. Right. We look to Christ, mm-hmm. and that's where we see true, genuine love. Yeah, and I think you know we're not. I, I don't think we're bashing on emotions. And I no, think, no, no, no. It's just part of like we're yeah, complete beings, for but sure. It's not the epitome. Right, right. We're not. We're not. You know, I don't think you have to be cold towards someone you love. In right. fact, you're, you're the opposite. You you love this person. Right. You love your wife, right? right? But the 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 real thing there is that commitment that you yep. are working at, right? Right. right. Um, cool. Well, right. I think uh, you know, in context of Kind of what we talked about last week. Yeah. I think this is a good, you know, these two questions are kind of connected. That's right. Um, how do we then kind of just some practical things? What are some uh, principles that we can take then with the biblical definition of love and how do we 
live that out in our different relationships, right. whether it's a romantic relationship, just a friend, friends, coworkers, you know, other right. believers. Right. Yeah. And, and we can get so specific. I mean, right. it's hard to co- cover every context, but real practical things is just when you come to a decision, mm-hmm. you're with another person, just think you before me. Yeah. How do I put this person before myself mm-hmm. in where we go, what we're doing, yeah. um, in uh, the you know, and and what we're eating. I mean, that's just the thought that has yeah. to come to our mind. So much so to where it becomes reflexive, not necessarily where we're just having to like force ourselves to stop right. and think through it. But uh, you know, really where we where we've reached some level of maturity in this is really where it that mindset just becomes reflexive of you before me. Right. What do my what does my girlfriend want to do in this? What would my friends want to do to have fun? in this uh what does my wife or my husband uh prefer in this scenario yeah and and to think that i get to be used by god to bring this other person joy right and and that should really be a heartwarming thing and then when we're you know carrying it out and getting to serve and to sacrifice in that way like what a what a what a more glorious kind of feeling of love or experience that right seeing somebody else get to enjoy this yeah and uh, and, and again that's so countercultural, right. right it's so countercultural. i think society and our culture teaches what feels good for you what yeah. do you want um you know chase your own you know passions but really the bible calls us to do the opposite right to lay ourselves down for others yeah that's right that's right. And to do the hard thing. Well, thanks for tuning in to Consider It, a ministry of Redemption Bible Church here in New Braunfels, Texas, where we are taking on questions regarding life, theology, and the church. If you'd like to submit a question, text the word redemption and your question to 474747. To learn more about our church, visit us at redemption.bible. We thank you for your support and listening, and we hope that you'll join us next week as we consider it.